0: Hey guys, it's your Murder Girls. Happy Happy Halloween! We are here on this Saturday, actually. October 31st, dropping this special episode for you guys today. We wanna get you guys in the Halloween spirit. Oh,
1: yes. So we hope that you all have some fun and safe Halloween plans for today. We wish you all a safe and happy Halloween. Thank you always for your love and support.
0: All right, enough with the intro. Let's get into today's (laughs) (laughs) Halloween serial killer. Um, This was actually gonna be one of our bloody birthdays and we decided to tell you guys a more complete story, but we still wanna know who was born on Halloween.
1: Yes, because if so, if you were born on October 31st, you share a birthday with Cayetano Santos Godino, and he was Argentina's first ever serial killer. So I don't really know where Reyna and I are supposed to begin with this guy. First starters, Godina was born on Halloween in 1896 and he was born in Buenos Aires, Argentina. The city that he would then go on to absolutely terrorize. (laughs) (laughs) So Godino was known as El Pestito or Jejudo, which translates in English to the big-eared pest or the big-eared midget. Uh,
0: I don't want either one of those nicknames. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Right?
1: (laughs) So he was born into a large family. He was actually the last born of 10 kids. His parents were Fiora Godino, And his mother was Lucio Ruffo. Those are some tough names, by the (laughs) way. Okay. So his father, he became severely ill with syphilis. And this was prior to Godino being born. And unfortunately, this led Godino struggling with his health at like a very early age in his life. Godino was a very, very short child. He had these huge, large ears. (laughs) He had a very small head. And he had very long arms. So he was teased like... Quite a lot during his years of growing up. Godino's parents were extremely abusive, and they were abusive towards all the children. And on top of that, they were like raging alcoholics. So a doctor, he would go on to examine Godino in his later years and discovered that he had almost 27 scars on his head. And when he asked him, Godino said that they were caused by his abuse from his father and his brother when he was a young child.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is so sad. So all in all, his life was just a disaster from the start. Adults, like and children, never paid attention to him. So Godino was always looking for ways to entertain himself on the streets of Buenos Aires. In his early childhood years, things were really bad. Ugh. He, I know. <laughs> he would torture animals and like no animal was safe around him. Oh. Birds, cats, whatever animal he can get his hands on, he would just torture and kill. And to add to this poor kid's fucked up chemistry, he was like a total pyro. This is
1: a great combination.
0: This is terrible. Oh, my yeah. A animal killing child who loves fire it's not good (laughs) so the fire obviously wasn't the main concern to the adults it was him killing animals because obviously killing animals doesn't lead to anything good in the future so before we get away from the animal killing let me just tell you about an incident one day his father came home and found a pile of dead birds in his shoes, sashed away under his bed. Oh my God. Yeah, obviously, that was uh, Godino's doing. And <laughs> it's just, I don't know, the poor child's behaviors, I just St- kind of feel disturbing. Feel bad for him. Yeah. Like 126 years later. Ugh. But, anyways, okay, so Godino was never able to stay enrolled in school because of his bad behavior. He moved from school to school, like all around the town. He was never interested in education and just was never able to get control of his extremely violent behavior. So because of this, he was rarely in class and he never learned to read. So the first day he entered school, it seemed like the documentation about his behaviors had begun. Teachers documented that he showed predatory and homicidal behaviors This is like kindergarten, yeah, like kindergarten age. So the teachers and the staff said that he was completely unmanageable and he was beyond a bully and he wouldn't just pick on kids. He was, like, physically abusive to them and just horribly mean.
1: All before the age of seven.
0: Yeah, he was, like, a little child. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to even think about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So Godino had attended – Over six different schools, and one by one, they would just expel him. (laughs) So because of this, Godino, he would just roam the streets of the city. And due to his odd appearance, like people, they would kind of just look over him. They never really paid attention, like we said. So in the end, it made it easier for him to commit these horrible crimes that he did. And he got away with it for a very long period of time. He was able to gain the trust of younger kids as well, because based on his looks, he just seemed kind of like... What they quoted him as a harmless idiot.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So mean.
1: Harsh. So Godino's first run in with the law and his first violent outburst, it came when he was just seven years old on September 28th, 1904. And this is when he lured and he beat up a two-year-old boy. A two-year-old? A two-year-old boy by the name of Miguel. Miguel. And he left him in a ditch that was just full of thorns. But a witness, they fortunately saw Godino and they reported him. So he was taken down to the police station. So Godino was released from the police station later that day to his mother. Now, just shy of a year later, Godino was at his violent behavior again. He beat up a neighborhood girl and her name was Anna. And she was one and a half years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he beat her up with stones and he would pound pound them over and over on her. This one and a half year old girl.
0: Oh my gosh, how sad. <sighs> so
1: sad. So again, a police officer was actually nearby and he was able to stop the beating and Godino was once again taken to the station. But instead of charging him, they released him because he's a child. I mean he's not even ten yet.
0: Oh my god, and he just beat up a little baby and the other kid not that long ago. Who cares how old he is? <sighs> And all the teachers know, like, what a little asshole. And all this violent behavior.
1: But no, he's released again. And guess what? It didn't stop there. Godina was caught holding a lit cigarette to (gasps) the eyelid of a two-year-old baby when the mother, she hears the child screaming and she runs to rescue the baby. But Santos, he had taken off running from the scene, so he was actually never caught. Well, then... Not long after, he attempted to drown a two year old in a large watering bucket trough. That was for horses. Oh my God. Like it's just nonstop with this kid. So he was arrested and he was released due to what? His age. Yeah, his age. Oh my
0: God. Back on the streets. This is nuts. So Godino would soon find himself in jail for two months because his parents had found out that he had been obsessively masturbating, which just happened to be illegal at the time.
1: So this kid gets two months for not beating up a young girl with stone or the multiple other people that he tortured, but he gets uh, arrested and charged for masturbating. These are Argentina laws. These are
0: Argentina laws. So according to Article 282 of their penal code, Um, masturbation is an illegal act offending good manners with impudent exhibitions and obscene acts or gestures. So yeah, it's totally screwed up that this kid could just terrorize all these babies on the street and light stuff on fire and kill animals, and the one thing he's thrown in jail for is for playing with himself. That's insane. So not long after his release, his parents are like super hopeful that he's this changed boy, only to find out that he's even worse now that he's out of jail. Mm. Yeah, so he begins drinking alcohol, which only fuels his desires to commit these crimes. Not long after his release, a 13-year-old child's body was found abandoned in a house. This boy named Arturo was beaten and had a rope tied around his throat. The case wasn't solved, but Godina remained a suspect in the kid's death. So now we're going into about 1912. Godino decides it's a good idea to start this huge storage warehouse fire, being the pyro that he is. Well, he was detained for the fire, thank God, but he just looked up at the officer that was questioning him about it and told him, I like to see fireman working. It's nice to see how they fall into the fire.
1: This kid is not right in the head, like, whatsoever.
0: No, not at all. Oh, my God. So not long after that, Godino starts another fire. But it's not to a structure. It's to a human. Oh, we've escalated. We have <laughs> He, it's not funny, sorry. He lit the dress of a poor little girl named Raina. Raina! I know, on fire. She was only five years old at the time. And she ended up dying at the hospital because of her burn. Okay, this
1: guy needs to get locked up. Like, enough is enough. What is going on in Argentina?
0: Like, forever. I guess if you want to commit crazy fucking horrible crimes... Just go there. Just head over to Argentina. One-way ticket. I
1: get that was, like, a long time ago, but still. But still. Jeez. Mm. So, actually, eight months later, Godino sets another structure fire to a railroad station. And thank gosh, like, not much damage occurred. And nobody was hurt. So... He actually gets caught choking out an eight-year-old boy, and he actually choked him to death. So now, Godina was arrested, and he was charged with attempted murder. But he was released while he was awaiting trial. Are you kidding me?
0: Yes. Who would even release this kid? I don't get
1: it. So they finally arrest and charge him. Thank God the child survived. But then they release him while he's awaiting the trial. So... I mean, he's free. And guess what? He's not done yet because less than a month after this attempted murder charge while awaiting his trial, once again, out as a free boy, he would end up going on to assault a three year old. Her name was Carmen. And actually, thank God, police ended up rescuing
0: her again. Okay, Yeah. Buenos Aires seems to have their shit together because the police are always present. But how does Godina always get around the police and to a kid? Like, hello, law I, enforcement, keep all eyes on Godino.
1: At all times, please. <laughs> and then one afternoon, actually, in December 1912, Godino was watching a little boy by the name of Gisualdo, and he was playing outside, and Godino, he lured him over with candy. Like, I don't even want to talk about this part. It's oh, so Oh, my gosh, disturbing. this is why parents
0: tell you never to take candy from strangers. Oh, especially Godino. They're all Godinos. <laughs> Stop, you guys. As if there's any little kids listening
1: yes so please no children should be listening to this (laughs) not at all whatsoever so the young boy actually falls for the old candy trick he was only 18 months old and he doesn't know any better so he actually followed godino's lead
0: oh and this is where it gets really bad so godino takes the baby to this old country house and he starts off by violently throwing the child on the floor And begins choking him. So when the kid doesn't die, Godino is just getting like more and more livid. He ends up taking off his own belt and cutting it into multiple pieces so he could bind the baby's limbs. Mm. I know. Godino ends up tying the baby up and begins beating him. And grabs a hammer and takes it to the poor baby's skull. Godino is just sick and twisted and evil gives me chills i know so he leaves the house because in his mind he thinks that he needs to find a nail to hammer it into the baby's head so he leaves the house and while he's out looking for this nail he crosses paths with the baby's father who's frantically looking for his son he sees godino and he asks godino like hey have you seen my baby and godino says no The dad doesn't have any reason to not believe him, and they go their separate ways. So Godino is on his way back to the house. He found a nail, and he walks in and takes the nail and hammers it into the poor baby's skull, killing him. Just a few minutes after that, Godino leaves, and the baby's father walks into the country home and finds his baby's body lifeless, just in the old house by himself. The father tells law enforcement what he knows, and thank God Godino is finally arrested the next morning on December 4th, 1912, to which he fully confesses to the murder. After he's arrested and evaluated, they declare him mentally disabled, and, and the medical staff say that they do not believe that he is even aware of any of his actions. So he's not sent to jail. He's sent to a mental facility where he's studied and evaluated quite extensively and ultimately declared legally insane. Ugh, what a cop-out. So
1: by cop-out. Cop-out. You know what? He knew what he was doing. So by January 1913, the judge had ordered Godino to be sent to a reformatory, and it was there that it was made clear he was not done committing these horrendous crimes. He was actually charged with attempted murder due to trying to kill an inmate, one of the inmates in the reformatory. Like, you're not done yet, guy. So in 1915, the courts sentenced Godino to life in prison. Well, 10 years into his sentence, there was an appeal that was approved through the courts, and that appeal would mean that he would be moved into an actual jail at this point. So in March of 1923, he was sent to the Ushaya Penitentiary, And while in the penitentiary, Godino, once again, he wasn't done. He was just keeping at it. In 1933, he killed two of the local jail cats, which, by all accounts, they were like the inmates' pets. It was like the cats were their favorite animals. They would come and go out of their cells to visit them. They they were like the prison mascots, these two little cats. Poor kitties. Yeah. Well, Godino captured them. He killed them. Then he threw them into a fire. Oh, my God. Seriously, the guy is just sick. So the other inmates, they were so livid with Godino that they beat him so severely. Good. That he was Right? Finally. So he was actually hospitalized for 20 days. Well, nobody ever visited Godino while he was incarcerated. No one ever sent him any letters and no one ever really, I think, gave a shit. So, Godina was found dead lying in his cell all alone on November 15th, 1944, and he was at the age of 48.
0: Can you imagine being 41 years into your crimes and you're only 48 years old? Yeah, exactly.
1: Isn't that crazy? That's just crazy to think about. So, some say that he died under suspicious circumstances.
0: I don't even care. I hope somebody killed him.
1: Right, but... (laughs) <laughs> the guards didn't give a shit how he died and they were like hey you know what peace out bro like finally you got what was coming to you well his official cause of death was ruled as internal bleeding from gastrotitis though some believe that he died from the internal bleeding due to that fight that he had in jail Mm-hmm. We may never really know how he died, but I don't think anyone truly cares. I don't. Right. So during his reign of terror, Godino ended up killing four children and he attempted to kill seven others. So either way, this guy got what he deserved.
0: Yeah, he did. So, guys, that is the crazy story of Cayanto Santos Godino. So, do you guys have as many chills as we do right now? Because this guy was disgusting. Horrible. We hope you guys do not run into any Godinos tonight and you all have (laughs) a safe and nice Halloween. Thank you guys for rounding out the month of
1: October with us. We cannot wait to show you what November has to bring for those Murder Girls
0: podcasts and happy All Hallows Eve. (laughs) Happy Halloween, guys. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you so much for downloading all of our episodes. We'll see you guys next week for some true crime. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.